Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. The Democrats held control of the Senate. Somehow, Adam Laxalt was up by two points, two and a half points, and then away went that lead, and of course he lost. So, uh, because Mastro won that that race, uh, that ends any hope of the Republicans gaining re- regaining control of the Senate. So, it'll be at least 50-50. It might be 51-49, Democrats. Depends on what happens in Georgia. Yeah. But uh, Senate control has been decided. I just can't. I can't believe it. And, you know, the House really is up in the air still. CNN has it 212 for Republicans, 204 for Democrats, and, you know, still some outstanding. CBS has it 214 to 210. Correct. And remember, it's 218 for a majority. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you don't... <laughs> even if you have 218, I mean, then you only have to black one uh, blackmail one uh, Republican yeah. congressman as opposed to if you had, yeah. say, 228, then you have to go after 10. Okay. I mean, it's... Oof. Uh, There's a great article mm. we'll read later about, oh, uh, no. you know, quality of candidates... How about quality of the voters? And they make a pretty good point that that is a real issue right now. Uh, you know, if you've sometimes you do have to make a you know a choice between two less than desirables, but one is really undesirable, as in you know the Pennsylvania race with <laughs> Fetterman and Oz. I mean, was Oz a fabulous candidate that I would have been super excited under any conditions to vote for? No. But so what? He's so much better and clearly better than Fetterman. I mean, at least he could put a sentence together. Hmm. But instead, you know, too many of the voters in Pennsylvania went with the sympathy vote. <laughs> oh gosh, he's so sweet and nice, and right, he's working, man. Well, he's trying really hard, and he's yeah, he's working a uh, working class. Is he? His parents supported him till he was fifty years old. Yeah. He's working class. Yeah, a lot of Democrats are also taking credit for they supported election deniers uh, on the Republican side during the primary, <laughs> so they thought they would have the weaker candidate uh, in the general. And apparently, um, I saw some article that said nine for nine uh, in that. Now, I don't think they're taking into account Carrie Lake, who is having the governor's race taken from her as we speak in Arizona, Maricopa County. What? I can't. Mm. Just, uh. And, of course, we also, we're going to talk about later, um, boy, Democrats had lots of money. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, they funded uh, from your paycheck through Ukraine mm. into a crypto company and then that guy, FTX, that guy then gave second biggest donor to Democrats behind only, George Soros. After only George right. Soros. Mm-hmm. George Soros donated, uh, I believe, $128 million. Uh-huh. And, uh, and this guy was right behind. What do they call him? SBF? SBF, yeah. Sam Bankman Friedman, was right behind. Freed, yeah. Uh, Freed, yeah, not Friedman. Uh, FTX had some eye-opening connections to powerful entities and individuals around the world before it all came crashing down. It made waves with early endorsements by NFL legend Tom Brady, supermodel Giselle Bündchen, NBA superstar Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry, 
Uh, FTX spent money on a Super Bowl com- commercial featuring Seinfeld creator Larry David. In 2021, FTX inked a reported 135 million 19-year deal with NBA's Miami Heat to rename the American Airlines Arena wow. FTX Arena. Mm-mm-mm. Major League Baseball struck a five-year deal. I think we showed you the name tags, or not the name tags, but the patches that the umpires were wearing last week. The FTX patches. <laughs> they signed a five-year deal with Major League Baseball. And then, of course, they completely collapsed. Within a few days, FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried, known as, as we just said, SBF, lost almost all of his $16 billion fortune in what Bloomberg called one of history's greatest ever destructions of wealth. Well, it was kind of like, it was kind of Enron-like. I mean, he he didn't really legitimately have that to begin with. Yeah, well, the, that money um, actually was uh, uh, part of the TV commercials that you saw during the campaign. So when you saw a Democrat campaign ad, uh, it likely Could have been was, financed by him, uh, which would have come from your paycheck through Ukraine. We knew what we knew something was going on with Ukraine, and here you go. On Friday, the Bahamas-based FTX forced to file for bankruptcy after 473 million of its funds were stolen in a hack of the crypto exchange, <laughs> cryptocurrency exchange. Uh, customers rushed to withdraw their fu- funds, but it was too late. Reuters reported that between $1 and $2 billion in customer funds vanished from the FTX cryptocurrency exchange. The outlet also claimed FTX secretly funneled $10 billion of customer funds into his trading company, Alameda Research. The Daily Mail claimed that SBF's alleged girlfriend, Carolyn Ellison, ran that sister trading company. (laughs) Jeez. Nice little scam they had going. This is big. Until it all came down. Yeah. The New York Times noted, despite raising $2 billion, he remained the majority owner of the company. No investors joined FTX's board of directors. No investors joined the board. The board was made up of Bankman Freed, an FTX employee, and a lawyer. That's it. And they've just fired him, actually. Uh, the other two must have gotten together and said, okay, we need you out, Sam. They fired him and filed for bankruptcy. Same day. Uh, before the cryptocurrency exchange collapsed, he was a major, major financier of the Democrat Party. Surprise! Yeah, it's amazing, though, that the, the story actually broke on Election Day. <laughs> How convenient was that? Yeah, we. Yeah, couldn't it happen two days before or a week before? I mean, not that it made much of a difference, yeah, but I mean, knows? at the same exact time that Ukraine was partnering with FTX, that's the exact time that we started funding billions upon billions of tax dollars from Biden to Ukraine. I mean, this, it's a money this should be scheme. the biggest story of the century, and mm. instead it will just fade away. away. Yeah. SBF contributed more than $5 million to Joe Biden in group supporting him. Uh, he was apparently, he said he was motivated by Biden's generic stability and decision-making process. <laughs> so you know that's a lie. Uh-huh. Bankman Freed gave Democrats nearly $37 million in the election cycle. Jeez. Second biggest individual donor to the Democrats, only surpassed by the 128 
128 million from George Soros. In May, Bankman Freed said he expected to donate north of 100 million to Democrats in the election cycle, but he vowed to have a soft ceiling of political spending of a billion if President Donald Trump, former President Trump, ran again. Because, you know, they hate Donald Trump. The 30 year old billionaire was able to gain access to a top Biden advisor weeks before he offered vast political donations to the Democrats. Washington Free Beekman, <laughs> Beacon reported that uh, Bankman Freed met with top uh, Biden advisor Steve Ricchetti on April 22nd and May 12th. Huh. So he had nice access yes, he did. to the White House. Mm-hmm. His brother, who handles the billionaire's political operations visited the White House on March 7th. SBF largely funded the Democrat Protect Our Future PAC that only launched in May of this year. And uh, his brother said the PAC was formed to stop the next pandemic. Okay. All righty. All right. So, I mean, time and time again, every time, another check would be written and sent over there. I mean, this is what was happening, apparently. apparently. And who's going to prison for this? Absolutely no one. So to recap, you went to work, worked your ass off, uh, paid your taxes under threat of force. Your federal government then sent money to Ukraine. Ukraine invested it into FTX. FTX invested it in the Democratic candidates, and now the money is gone because they paid for these campaigns that have just taken over the Senate and probably the House. Yeah, Coindex, Coindesk reported in March, aid for Ukraine, which was the backing, had the backing of crypto exchange FTX. Staking uh, pla- their platform Everstake and Ukraine's Kuna Exchange. And they were going to route donated crypto to the National Bank of Ukraine, which they did. Wow. Ukraine's crypto savvy Minister of Digital Transformation is also involved. Hmm. Aid for Ukraine is cooperating with the cryptocurrency exchange FTX, which converts crypto funds received into fiat, and sends the donations to the National Bank of Ukraine. Marks the first ever instance of a cryptocurrency exchange directly cooperating with a public financial entity to provide a conduit for crypto donations. Earlier this month, FTX already converted a million dollars worth of SOL and transferred it to the National Bank of Ukraine. So, this thing is rotten to the core. Absolutely Mm -hmm. rotten to the core. Is anybody going to care? Will the FBI look into this? <laughs> That's funny. They got jokes on Monday morning, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I've heard not a peep out of anybody talking about investigation. I guess an investigation is underway by, I don't know, the SEC. Mm. Okay. I don't know why the Southeastern Conference is involved in this, but... Uh, would actually be the Security and Exchange Commission in this particular case. Uh, but it's just, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if the F- FBI picks it up, if anybody picks this up at the Justice Department, are we going to at least look into it? And of course, the answer is probably no. No, it will go nowhere and it will be off the radar long before the next election cycle begins, which doesn't matter anyway, as we're learning. Power in the D. And they seem to have things pretty well under control right now. 
from the educational system to the election system uh, to the Justice Department. They got things going on really well for themselves. Uh, Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Trying to sell your home is a big challenge, and that's why you need a partner, uh, a real estate partner who's going to get you through that process in one piece and keep your sanity about you. Uh, because you want to sell your host, your house quickly and for the most amount of money. And if you don't sell it quickly, you're not going to get the most amount of money for it. Um, so give real estate agents I trust a try. These are fans of the show. You've got a lot in common with them. Plus, they're really good at what they do. They're committed to being realtors. You know, this isn't something they, they dabble in and do part-time. This is their full-time job. And they're going to be able to tell you, um, give you really good advice. Not tell you, but recommend things, suggest things that you could maybe do to your house, like new countertops or cabinets or a paint job for the house. Whatever the case may be, Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That gray is unleashed. We have the FTX uh, promotional video. Oh, yeah. We should show that now since we were just speaking of FTX and how wonderful it is. This this is what they uh, shared out there on social media to to urge people to invest. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Sam is not a traditional billionaire because he believes in the concept of earn to give. Which means his goal as a human <laughs> is to make as much money as possible <laughs> just a, to give it away. Joke. Earn uh, to know. give. And Slow that's motion exactly drama, baby. what he's doing. So let's say that you have $100 and you want to figure out what you can do with it to help the world. Mm-hmm. Earning to give is thinking about which causes, which charities save the most lives per dollar. This $100 can go as far as huh. it possibly can uh-huh. to help the world. We know where it's Last going. Last year, this 29-year-old guy donated $50 million. Next year, he's planning to donate $500 million a year. And next decade, he will probably give away probably. more than $10 billion. Oh. You're damn right he did. Six, try the 60 amount of good that you can do uh, for the future of the world is is really large, and it's way more than you can do to actually right. make yourself happy make with yourself anything happy. like that okay. amount of money. And he is funding everything you can think of. He did a fist bump. You know he's a good warming. guy. Global warming, Pat. All oh, good, good, good. Together as a attack ah, COVID-19 preparedness. COVID-19, see? We have to be ready for the ready. next pandemic. He, he's holding a mask, Neglected see? tropical diseases. More than a billion people suffer from them. We have to eliminate these diseases. And of course, Animal, animal welfare. Animals need animals it. Animals deserve to live just like we do. Yeah. It's also yeah. why I'm vegan. Sam He's vegan. doesn't need the That's money to buy a Lamborghini or to buy a Rolex or to impress his friends. In uh. fact, his car is a Toyota Corolla. What's your, what you Where, where's your car? So? It's you uh, that one there. That's oh, like what? A Toyota. Uh, yeah, a Toyota. A Corolla. Why don't you buy a Lamborghini, man? didn't have any particular need for one. He wants ah, to wow, get rich in order to really impact great. the world and Well, he did. It. He yeah. did. Uh, he impacted the world. Oh, man. Boy. What a fraud. What yeah. an absolute fraud. 
right down to the like you pointed out there. He's standing in front of his fridge when he's yeah. saying, "Yeah, he's a vegan." And then people on social media pointed out, "Well, what are all the eggs doing behind you in that refrigerator? Look at that." <laughs> I mean, that is awesome. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, so so I'm guessing the go. 500 million a year donation thing is off. <laughs> you know, at one point his company FTX was valued at 32 billion. 32 billion dollars. It's it's virtually worthless now. They just declared bankruptcy, so you know it's not doing extremely well. <laughs> it's just, it's a, it's amazing. I mean, I, I don't know how you think you're going to get away with it in the long run. I mean, you might get away with it for months or a year or two or whatever, but eventually it's going to catch up to you when you're doing these scams. Oh, I mean, look at it from the Democrat uh, perspective. They don't care. They just. They used don't. it to uh, yeah, win care. another election and <clears throat> right and move on. Moving on. So that yeah, they don't care what happens to them now. They got their donations, although they're not going to next time. So that might be something you might want to consider. Jeez. Uh, Joe Biden has uh, has been traveling around the world. Yeah, he has all over the place. Uh, he was here. He was uh, babbling in Egypt and. Some weird noises interrupted him. Oh, yeah, this is very strange. Watch that. I came to the presidency determined to be tra- <coughs> make the transformational changes okay. that uh, are needed. I mean, the whole the, thing uh, was that a train America wreck. needs to make. Uh-huh. And we have to do for the rest of the world to overcome decades of opposition mm-hmm. and obstacles of progress in this issue alone to reestablish the United States as a trustworthy, committed global leader on climate. As I stand here before you, we've taken enormous strides to achieve that. What in the world? But I don't stand here alone. He just keeps powering through. Good, good for him. <laughs> is that a feedback loop? No, I think somebody because was... I uh, I started to hear his voice echoing somewhere. You know, that was in the, the background. That was the the room they were in. Yeah. Just the acoustics. Right. I know, but it could have caused a little bit of feedback from a speaker. I, I don't know if that's what happened. But uh, let's hear just the end of that again, where where the noise comes in. It's very strange. <laughs> but I, yeah, don't I don't stand what, here alone. I don't know what that is. No, there's the protesters were there. Oh, I'm, and they were I'm, just... I'm, I'm looking at it here. Yeah. Oh. It was just... That was protesters. a human? Yeah. <laughs> that was human, if you uh, can believe it. Yeah. All right. And what... So they were draw, they were trying to draw attention to, to a banner that they had held up. So and now so, everybody looks back there and uh, whatever. Just annoy. I mean, just such a weird world. Yes, it is. <laughs> With coyotes protesting at climate events, apparently. And you know, coyotes they can make all kinds of weird noises. Uh, middle of the night. Some, sometimes they sound like babies. Yeah, crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sometimes they just sound like wolves. Evil. Like, you can yeah, hear when they're creepy. ganging up on another animal. It's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, you go out to your car at 3.30 in the morning, yeah. and uh, I can hear them a lot of times in the distance. Don't like it. Yeah, it's not good. <clears throat> it needs to stop. <laughs> yeah, all right. Coyotes. <laughs> stop. Or if you know a coyote, please inform them <laughs> that they're creeping it. us out. Yeah. I don't we, like it. We don't like it at all. <laughs> not one little bit. Uh, but Biden wants the world to know that even more money is about to leave your paycheck and it's going to go to stopping climate change, which is catastrophic, as you know. 
Against this backdrop, it's more urgent than ever that we double down oh, on our shit. climate commitments. Oh, my gosh. Russia's no. war only enhances the urgency the need to transition the world off its dependence on fossil fuels. Yeah. Okay, so we had two hurricanes, really one and a half hurricanes this year. We had one that was very bad for Florida and took over 100 lives. Uh, and it was, you know, granted a very strong hurricane. And then there was the weak one last week that hit uh, Category 1, I believe, when it made landfall. Uh, two. What did they predict this year? How many hurricanes were going to hit the and be major hurricanes? It came nowhere near their predictions. You, And yet, they continue to double down on this thing, as you just said. We're going to talk more about uh, climate change. Oh, good. A little later on. Oh. Uh, we'll get into that. But uh, generally speaking, Joe had trouble just talking over the weekend. <laughs> Shocker. Check this out. Energy Agency recently concluded that our significant climate investment will, quote, help turbocharge the the emerging global clean energy, clean energy economy. Dear Lord. I was reading their quote. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's reading their quote. Sorry. I suck. Sorry. What the hell? I can't speak. Sorry. I was reading your quote. Sorry. I've got dementia. Sorry. That's what he should say. And just step down. Would you please? Just step aside. <laughs> Except now he's been so emboldened by the midterms, there's no chance he's going to step down. And it's almost a guarantee he's going to run again. Whoever runs against him uh, better be able to combat this. And better go right at him because uh, the American people have to know they're not paying attention. I mean, does it matter? I mean, I mean, at this I point, know. do you have any? I really don't know. Uh, do you think he's even going to lose? I mean, this is. Do you have any confidence that whatever we vote as a nation is going to be honored? Because I know that a week ago I posted a poll on my Twitter page at Keith Malinak. Asking people, how are you feeling about the integrity of Tuesday's election day results before the vote? And uh, 4% said very confident, 20% said somewhat confident, and then 39% were somewhat concerned, 37% were very concerned. I reran that poll this morning, and it's only been up for an hour or so, and uh, the very confident has gone from 4 to 1, the somewhat confident has gone from 20 to 2, the somewhat concerned from 39 to 18, and the very concerned from 37% to 78%. 78% of us in our circle here are very concerned about the integrity of our elections. I don't know how we even have another election in this country. Well, I mean, we'll have one. Uh-huh. I just, you know, who knows about the integrity thereof. I yep. don't know. I don't know. You will be ruled by who we say you will be ruled by. It feels that way right now. Sure does. It really feels that way. I mean, when when you go into the weekend and Adam Laxalt is still in the lead, he's been in the lead the whole time by two and three points at some points. And I, I know you've got various counties that are reporting at various times, and it probably came in from Clark County, but all of a sudden, Clark County is not barely Democrat, but heavily Democrat. Hmm. All right. Didn't see that coming. 
I wonder. I mean, Laxalt was all but declaring victory yeah. a week ago, mm-hmm. not even a week ago. And then on Friday, all of a sudden, it's like, ooh, yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to see. Mm. And then the, the article, the headline on Drudge was Laxalt preparing for loss. Sure enough, he did and was. <laughs> when one of these elections gets drawn out like this and goes a Republican's way, call me. Yeah, I know. I know it never it, that's true. Huh. It never seems to go that way, does it? Wow. Like is it possible Carrie Lake is going to come back? No. No, I don't think it is. Down 1% by the way with 93% reporting. Again, magic happened there in Maricopa the way it did in Clark. Yeah. Uh Carrie Lake was down by you know, 5 tenths of a point, something like that. Half a point maybe and less than that at some stages. Now she's down by one. She's fading away. And yeah, we'll see. What is she down by, 26,000? Uh, something like that. 20, mm. yeah, I don't know. But uh, there was a, a judge who kind of blogged on some of the stuff she saw. And, um, and in that, there was a, a report of a guy who cast his vote and then quickly went to check to see if it had been counted because you can do that in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And it had been. And he's like, that is absolutely impossible. There's no way my vote has already gone in, been taken down to the tabulation center, and run through the machine. This is a lie. Mm. Here we are. Mm. 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 <laughs> Isn't it fun? Yeah, it's it fun. is. And I will say another thing. The Democrats, I mean, whether for uh, you know fraud or if it's real, the one thing they have mastered here that is really bothering me is the mail-in vote. And Republicans have not gone after the mail-in vote. In, maybe instead of fighting tooth and nail, we should encourage Republicans to vote by mail, too. Uh, I, I don't know, because the mail-in vote seems to be killing us every time. And so I don't, I don't know if that's through legitimate means or, or if they're cheating with the mail-in vote. <laughs> but two things that have to happen. Do something about mail-in. Either, either go in all in. Or get it out, or bring it back to where it was at least before the pandemic. And the other thing that has to go away are the drop boxes. They have to completely go away, not just reduced in some areas, completely gone, just to give Americans uh, a little bit of confidence that you're trying to do something to shore up this thing, to make sure that it's a free and fair election. Yeah, witchy chick who uh, I follow on Twitter, she said, you know, I'm so sick and tired of hearing how showing an ID <clears throat> is somehow disenfranchised, putting voters out. Mm-hmm. She goes, the real disenfranchisement isn't having to show ID, it's technical difficulties, found ballots, malfunctioning mm-hmm. readers, paper shortages, undated ballots, bulk mail ballots, rejected observers, and security camera failures. Amen. But again... Yeah, very What's going to be done about this? We sat here two years ago having these same conversations about the 2020 election, and only a couple states dared to do anything about it, and they were ostracized. And they were... Uh, Georgia lost the All-Star game because Big they deal. dared to, mm-hmm. to, to, to lock down their elections. Texas, they tried to, to, to badmouth us because we wanted to shore up our stuff here. And you have to tell them tough. Yep. I don't care. You take every single sporting event out of Texas. Sure. I don't care. Don't care. Get the election right. Let's have our priorities straight. They're going to call us all kinds of names. So what? 
Yep. You got to endure that. And most of these states, Georgia, Texas, they're run by Republicans. So it's Republican legislatures that are in control of this. Do something about it. But the problem is so many are blue states like Michigan, Pennsylvania. Uh, and in fact, uh, Carrie Lake said, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to have a special session. We're going to we're going to clean up our elections. Well, good She's luck. She's not going to get in to do that. So that's why nothing will change yeah. because it just keeps well, the cycle on itself. Republicans have to have the balls to do it. They're in control mm-hmm. of most states. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to have to you're going to have to man up in these states and get it done. Also, uh, Biden made his way to uh, Cambodia, where he thanked the Prime Minister of Colombia for hosting huh? the meeting there. I'm not sure why Wait, the what? Prime Minister What's of happening? Colombia okay. was in Cambodia right. to host let's, them, but here's oh, what happened. And now uh, that we are back together here in Cambodia, I look forward to building uh, even stronger progress than we've already made. And I want to thank the Prime Minister uh, of, for Colombia's leadership and the ASEAN, ASEAN oh. Chair. No, bro. ASEAN, ASEAN oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, there, there's him and Trudeau uh, walking in their nice little shirts there in Cambodia. Their little communist shirts. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Come here. That, that works out perfectly. Yeah. It's a good look on you, Joe. You too, Justin. And, of course, you mis- mixed up uh, co- uh, Cambodia with Colombia. So that's always fun. What an embarrassment the guy Total. is. Over and over and over and over. Oh, but nothing, nothing's wrong with him. He just has a little stutter, that's all. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just a slight stutter. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, how about this? Green Bay Packers won yesterday. How about that? Broke a five-game losing streak. Yeah. Yeah, they they rallied against the Cowboys, went to overtime, and won. 31-28 over the Cowboys. So, thus... Uh, more interview oh. was wrong. Oh no! If it had to be wrong. I'm glad it was wrong on behalf of the Green Bay Packers. Four game losing streak now for more on trivia after their uh, yeah that's five and zero starts five and four now. Boy, still playoff worthy, right? If more on trivia, if the yeah. playoffs were today, more on trivia would be in there. I mean, <laughs> you have to go on the road, but uh, <laughs> are we going to do Jets at Patriots uh, coming up? Okay, on Friday. Oh, that should be a good one. Mm-hmm. I uh, got some tweets here. Caffeinated Texan tweets. I'm so done with politics. Done. I think everybody's there. Uh, seriously. Ape Lincoln, absolutely done. See? After hearing this FTX BS, Democrats are evil, but they'll get away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got this from Hogasm. <laughs> if the Clintons had a son, it would be that FTX guy. Oh, yeah. Put that winner. <laughs> put that picture of him in front of the refrigerator there again, Kayla. He is uh, looking good there. <laughs> yeah. He's... Our, our vegan friend with the eggs in the fridge. Mm. There's old Bill Clinton Jr., yeah, that could definitely be a Clinton right there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. He's got Goofy. three cartons. Upper left, oh, upper yeah. right, and then down the middle right. Oh, boy. Somebody's got a Not a very good, good vegan. There. Yeah. My friend, <laughs> not a good vegan. No. Colt Lee tweets, uh, money laundering, Ukraine. No way. <laughs> Who would even think billions pumped in every month could possibly be misused? Yeah. Inconceivable. Yeah, shame on me. I was wanting to see the bank accounts of Zelensky, his wife, and all the members of parliament. We saw the, the member of parliament's wife busted at the border. Not busted, but had to declare all of the euros and the mm-hmm. uh, Benjamins that she was. No, it was much bigger than that, Keith. 
My gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From DMX DM, Trump is going to divide Republicans. Old man Biden isn't just going to run again. He's going to win again. Yeah, I'm afraid Yay. so. I think that's where I'm at. Yep. It's, it well, it well, just sadly looks that way right now. Will we now. ever have a Republican majority in either the House, Senate, or the presidency ever again? I don't know. We're sweating this one out for the House majority in the House. Uh, so... I, I don't. I don't relax until sure. they're swearing. Until they they they, they get uh, sworn in in January. Mm-hmm. <sighs> At least fun? there's got to be divided government, right? At least oh. they've got to take the house. Please, by all that is Madness holy. Is what this and is. then maybe we can keep them at bay on the <sighs> on the packing of the Supreme Court. Uh, I don't know, but barring the packing of the Supreme Court. We at least get control of the House. They can stop the bills. They can stop the madness on, you know, some of the legislation that they're... And then he'll just have to use executive orders. But that can all be undone if we can ever win another election again uh, for the executive office. Say 2024. I can't, I can't let go of the hope. There's got to be hope. Right? There's got to be a glimmer somewhere. Didn't Ted Lasso teach you anything? <laughs> it's the hope that kills you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what he said, all right. Uh, so ahead of the Joe Biden uh, Joe Biden meeting with uh, President Xi from China today, Ron Johnson, <laughs> who has been reelected yeah. in Wisconsin. Snuck that one through the five hole. Yep. He had this to say. Joe Biden and Xi Jinping meeting tomorrow? What do you expect? It's hard to say. We'll get some kind of readout from it. But again, I, I just, you know, my feeling is that Joe Biden is highly compromised. Why else would we Thank cancel you. the uh, China initiative, the, the DOJ program mm-hmm. designed to investigate China's theft of our intellectual property from yeah. colleges and universities? It made no right. sense whatsoever. I, there's only one explanation. Joe Biden is compromised. <laughs> there oh. you go. Oh, OK. At least uh, somebody saying it in the government. A U.S. senator is saying it, which is awesome. Uh, he's got some guts. Uh, and here they are. Here's Biden greeting Xi in person for the first time since Ooh. taking office. Good to see you. All right. Look at uh, that. Just good, close, personal friends. Okay. Isn't that wonderful? Don't touch your face. There we go. Uh, All right. So they're going to touch him again, mm. put his arm around him. So they met uh, a couple hours ago, and I think they're meeting right now. As we speak, if I'm not mistaken. Are they? Won't that be great? So it'd be nice to see uh, what we end up giving up. Mm-hmm. I mean, he sold us down the river when he was vice president. What's he going to do now that he's in the big chair? Well, do you know he, he traveled 17,500 miles with Xi? Is that right? Yeah. Mm. No, actually, it's no? not. He says it all the time. It's just not true. But, uh, yeah, he's got a tremendous relationship with Xi. They're, okay. They're like this. Like this. Yeah. Yeah, super, super close. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, concerning the election, I, I don't think we mentioned this little gem. <clears throat> the Oregon counties that voted yes on seceding from the state. No, Oregon. I didn't get an update on that. What do we got? They voted yes. Okay, so they're, they're leaving. Well, they want well, to. Well, they want to. <laughs> yeah, they got to get the state to agree, right? Yeah. Okay. I think the state has to agree, and I think the Fed has to agree. <laughs> uh, so I don't see this happening. But residents in Morrow County and Wheeler County have voted in favor of a measure Related to moving the state line between Oregon and Idaho, joining nine previous eastern Oregon counties to vote in support. So that's 11 counties altogether. Oh, wow. 11 counties 
in support of Greater Idaho. <laughs> the Oregon Secretary of State website shows on Wednesday uh, that of 800 votes in Wheeler County, 58% were in favor. Uh, in Morrow County, 60% were in favor. <clears throat> so they won by pretty big margins, too. So here's the... Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah, I love this map. Okay, so and this Here's kinda, what it would look like. It kind of cuts it off here. So Idaho's border with Oregon is right here yeah. in reality. And then they want to... Stretch it clear out. Yeah, so... It, <laughs> and so you're going to have... This is going to be Oregon just right Would there. be pretty thin. I, I'm guessing Oregon's not in favor of doing that. Uh, I'm thinking they wouldn't exactly appreciate that. Uh, so I doubt this is going to happen. But you can tell the residents are pretty well finished with the liberal policies. And the fact that they're just being overrun by Western Oregon all the time. All the time. Whatever happens in Portland affects them. And they're sick and tired of it. And I don't I don't blame them. I don't blame them one bit. Uh, also, we said we had some uh, news on, on climate change mm-hmm. coming up. Chinese government officials used the United Nations Climate Conference, COP27, on Wednesday to promote the idea of climate compensation from developed countries to poorer nations. Here we go. But they balked at the idea of China being among those doing the compensating. Okay, you're the largest polluter in the world, (laughs) and you want people to compensate the other nations, but not you. (laughs) How do you... You can't make this stuff up. You just can't make it up. China's by far the world's most prolific carbon emitter and polluter in general, responsible for prodigious amounts of waste tossed into the ocean. Ecological destruction in the South China Sea and tremendous increases in coal production and consumption in the past two years. China is also a global leader in rare earth mining, uh, mineral mining, a process that devastates mining and processing sites with chemical waste. Yeah, they're they're great. (laughs) While being the second largest economy in the world and its worst carbon emitter, China has managed throughout the years to carve out exceptions for itself in global environmental projects. How is that possible? It is, for example, a signatory to the Paris Climate Agreement, but the deal formally allows it to increase, increase carbon emissions rather than forcing it to commit to a reduction. (laughs) I can't even believe it. Oh, (laughs) just whatever, man. I, I know, I know. Beijing has thus dramatically increased coal production and purchases, which will likely lead to an explosion in carbon output in the near future. And they don't care. Nobody is going to stop them. Yeah, who's going to stop them? Nobody. Nobody's going to stop them. We're all encouraging it. They were part of the climate climate accord in Paris, and everybody said, yeah, you go ahead and keep increasing your, your production of CO2. Hey, let's role play, okay? Why don't you be Joe Biden? And I'll be President Xi, and they're meeting right now. And I bet it's mm-hmm. going a little something like this: try to get me to, try to get me to, to go green. And uh, maybe you could cut back on your coal uh, production. Interpret this: no. And then you got to wait for the translation. Mm, no. Okay. Okay. Any more questions? No, never mind. Okay, thank you. We're done here. <laughs> Good talk. And by yeah. the way, we're about to take over Taiwan. Uh, before your plane Come lands, on, before your plane lands back in America, we will be in. Well, we are in favor of the one China policy. Mm-hmm. 
So very good. So you're on board. We're we're on board. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, did they wrap it up in like three minutes? Probably. I want to know how long this Probably. meeting. <laughs> it's you know, and then he'll come out saying that he was just tough as nails on them. <laughs> I told him. Wait, who was I talking to? Ugh. Uh, let me tell you about established titles. It's a fun and novel way to preserve the <laughs> natural woodlands of Scotland yeah. as well as support global reforestation efforts through established titles. You can purchase souvenir plots of land in Scotland, and based on historic Scottish customs, it allows you to call yourself a lord or a lady. And that's awesome. Established titles is a fun way uh, to do all of this. It's a project that's based on historic Scottish customs where landowners are referred to as lords, uh, lairds or lords, and ladies in English. The first 200 people who purchase a title pack using my link will effectively be uh, next to my plot within a few minutes uh, walking distance. Depending on how many want to become a lord or a lady, we can actually build our own little Pat Gray kingdom. It makes an amazing last-minute gift. Established Titles is actually running a massive Black Friday sale right now. Plus, if you use the promo code UNLEASHED, you get an additional 50% off. So go to EstablishedTitles.com. EstablishedTitles.com slash Unleashed to get your gifts now and help support the channel. Gray Unleashed. All right. Let's go to uh, Denise in Texas. Hey, Denise, you're on the blaze. Bingo. No, I'm just kidding. I just just thought that'd be funny. Either a little bit late or a tad early. I'm not sure which. Here, I got a shirt for you. It it features. Oh, wow. How you doing today? How you doing today? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're just going to roll them all out. Yeah, you're just going to get them all out. All right. Go ahead. What's up? The reason I think that people haven't quite got what's going on is because they're not hurting yet. Hmm. The rich people have the government to lean on their EBT cards, their HUD payments for their housing, whatever. Sure, there's crime, but Hmm. they're not quite there. The rich people, they're going to absorb it. They don't. I mean, Mm -hmm. but it's us. And finally, just like Margaret Thatcher said, when... They run out of our money. Oh, sure, they'll go for the rich people, but by the time they run out of our money, it's almost over. Right. Yeah, so you think another two years, will that do it? Well, let's see what gas prices do. They're supposed to shoot up here in the next couple of months. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like, what's your tolerance level? Poverty, dirt-eating bugs? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't either. I don't. We're going to find out, though. Appreciate it. Thanks, Denise. It's a good point. You know, maybe enough people aren't hurting right now. Maybe maybe Biden was able to convince them that they're doing better than they are. I, I didn't think that possible. <laughs> I, I mean, you know how well you're doing or how not well you're doing. You know that you can't buy the same amount of groceries with the same amount of money that you could under Trump. You know that for a fact. You know that when you fill up at the gas station, it hurts a lot a lot more than it did under trump and you know gas when gas prices were a buck 80 we didn't know how well we had it 
Now we do. That's a dollar eighty compared to I don't even know what the national average is today, but it's probably around three eighty a gallon. We can look that up, uh, but it's uh, I don't know what it's going to take. I really don't. I, I don't know. When people elect a guy who's obviously compromised, who's had massive strokes, who still hasn't recovered, there's no indication that he ever will recover. In fact, there are top neurologists who have said he's probably gone about as far as he's going to be able to. Yep. Uh, national average, according to AAA, mm-hmm. $3.77. And as you can see, the highest is in the Northeast mm. and the Far West. Two places that uh, constantly elect Democrats. So, sorry, Kayla, I didn't give you time to just, you can hold it there. Anyway, you can see it's uh, cheapest in the South. Uh, 377 is your national average. Jeez. 377. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So is that enough pain? I guess not. I, I don't know. I guess not. Yeah. In that red area there, it's um, between 408 and 543. And what's going to happen when you've got Mr. I do support fracking. I don't support fracking. What policy is he actually going to have when he gets to the Senate? Because uh, I'm thinking he's not going to support fracking. No, he's going to do when what he's push told. comes to shove. Uh, I, I I do support fracking. Uh huh. I don't support fracking. Uh, I, I I do support fracking. Okay, let's hear the and rest of that. And you don't. You don't. I don't. I don't. You stand. I support fracking. You support fracking. And I stand. And, you and stand, I do support fracking. And you do support oh. fracking. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, we don't cover that part enough. He does. No. He stands. He stands. Okay. Well, okay. We have that in common. <laughs> and then, like two years before that, I don't support fracking uh-huh. uh, at all. And I never at had, all. Um, yeah, and he I never had a moratorium on fracking. There's no such thing as a green fracker. I- I'm not pro-fracking 2016 fracking moratorium pledge mm-hmm. that Fetterman signed for an environmental watchdog group as well as a 2016 tweet he sent while running for U.S. Senate. I don't uh, support fracking. I, I think it's something that has to eventually go away uh, and I would like to see it you know, transition out. Mm. And why would you want that? Why? Doesn't even make sense. Fracking saved this nation yeah pennsylvania too literally saved it so um okay imagine this scenario his democrat handlers tell him how to vote on something and it's a it's a really close vote in the senate Mm -hmm. and his vote is going to determine he walks up to the little vote taker person you know and he says the wrong thing and then we end up getting it go our way I mean, isn't that that's very plausible of uh an absolute distinct possibility sure is I'm looking forward to the article that comes out. Fetterman meant to vote, blah, 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 blah. Right. It's coming. Right. And then you'll have some kind of battle of, where, does he get to take his vote back? Oh, it's going to be fun to watch C-SPAN. Won't it be fun? That's mm-hmm. right. I just said that. It's going to be fun to watch C-SPAN and watch Fetterman walk up and give his vote. I, I, no, 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 I, I, I stand. No, I stand. And, it, and I, I do, I don't, I do, don't, I don't do support fracking. <laughs> Can I call George Soros before I vote? <laughs> All right. More coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Got some tweets here. The Mad Hatter tweets. 
Biden stopping during his speech to determine if that sound really happened or if it was only in his head. Yeah. Climate. Uh-huh. As I stand here before you, right. we've taken enormous strides to achieve that. <laughs> but did anybody <laughs> else hear that? <laughs> I guess they did. So I'll keep going. Oh my. Disinformation show loophole. Honestly, if we actually practiced federalism, I wouldn't even remotely care who's in control at the federal level. Either party should be able to have 435 House reps, 100 senators, and the White House, and it shouldn't affect you directly. Uh, Bob Loblaw tweets, if a rhino replaces Nancy Pelosi for Speaker of the House, did anything really change? Uh, No. (laughs) No, but that's why they shouldn't elect a rhino to lead them, but they probably will. Uh, the sniper BBB, China's argument on pollution reduction and lack thereof. You want our cheap crap? Then leave us alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it pretty much is. That about sums it up. Fury and Energy tweets, uh, Pat, the people who voted for Democrats aren't even hurting financially. They're either living off those of us that are extremely wealthy. Uh, that's the point of eliminating the middle class yeah. the people who support socialism are ultra poor and ultra wealthy so true <sighs> it's just not what we thought it was going to be after the election is it uh, and that really kind of hurts because i was really convinced really convinced that we <clears throat> definitely gained control in in the uh in the house and had an Excellent shot. Well, I thought they were going to win control of the Senate as well. I thought it was going to be 53-47. If only. Wow. Were we ever wrong. Um, We were telling you about some climate change situations. Uh, The White House Office of Science and Technology Policy is coordinating a five-year research plan to study ways of modifying the amount of sunlight that reaches the Earth. This does not end well. In order to temporarily temper the effects of global warming. (laughs) There are several kinds of sunlight reflection technology being considered right now, including stratospheric aerosol injection, (laughs) marine cloud brightening, and cirrus cloud thinning. Huh. This doesn't sound wise. Sure doesn't. We're going to continue to mess with nature like this? Yeah. Stratospheric aerosol injection involves spraying an aerosol like sulfur dioxide into the stratosphere. Stop. And because it has the potential to affect the entire globe, often gets the most attention. While arguments of moral hazard have handicapped research efforts. Yeah, I wonder why. (laughs) Maybe you might want to leave this alone. The idea is getting more urgent attention in the worsening climate crisis. According to CNBC, the climate crisis is not worsening. Jeez. Uh, anybody in favor of this? <clears throat> Let's start messing with the clouds. <laughs> That's a really good idea, isn't it? Let's spray aerosol into the stratosphere. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that got us into trouble in the first place. Uh, was it, what were the, the fluorocarbons... The floral hydrocarbons or something that were in the aerosol. Yep. Remember? And they took that out because that was causing the the hole in the ozone. Yeah, sure. 
Okay, now you're going to start spraying aerosol into the stratosphere and just see what happens. Yeah, maybe that can maybe that can reduce the rays of the sun coming into the planet. And you, then 20 years from now, wow. you, you read an article somewhere that says that um, they're researching why birth defects in this one part of the country yeah. are so much higher than the rest of it. And then you check the timeline, you go, oh, that's where they were trying to block the sun. Mm. Oh, Remember that? There, Remember those efforts? Yeah, yeah. They they tried to block it over like a desert in the middle of uh, you know southern Utah or something. Didn't really work, did it? Shoot! And now we've mm. got uh, miscarriages at record highs. And uh, by the way, uh, check your various report on that, people. Um, and that's <laughs> that. That's going to be a uh, that's going to be a story. They 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 go forward with this. Just just wait for the numbers to roll in two decades later, and then. They'll be off somewhere. Oh, you know else. it's going to be Biden a catastrophe. People. You can't mess with nature like this. Stop it! I can't believe they would even try. Well, I can. I can't believe they would. <laughs> Just so stupid. Uh, the State Department has refused an audit of a billion dollars spent in Taliban-controlled Afghanistan. Oh hell no! Okay, so we're not going to we're not going to do an audit. Why should American taxpayers? know where that money went wow <clears throat> we've spent more than a billion dollars in afghanistan since the withdrawal on on what by the way i was watching a uh world war ii documentary over the weekend and in the advance that germany made the blitzkrieg into uh, belgium and france mm-hmm. uh the french and british left behind was it eighty-five thousand vehicles because it, did did we leave behind more than that in Afghanistan, mm. and we weren't even under assault? I I don't know how many vehicles, but it was a lot that we left behind in Afghanistan, and there weren't even tanks rolling through there. There was no reason for that debacle. Well, what was it? Eighty five billion dollars worth of equipment. It was eight. Yeah, eighty five billion. Yeah. So I don't know how many vehicles that represents but quite a few quite a, including aircraft helicopters yeah uh we had uh i don't know if it's still over there on the shelf i gotta go check but we had a breakdown of all the stuff there uh how many you said world war ii they had eighty five thousand vehicles? vehicles yeah well i know forty two thousand pickup trucks were left in afghanistan okay forty two thousand just, just pickup pick trucks just pickup trucks oh my gosh 22, oh dear heavens. Okay, it's going, 20, so it's going to be more than the World War II 20, Blitzkrieg. Well, yeah, 22,000, <laughs> uh, more than 22,000 Humvees. Okay. Uh, 1,000 armored vehicles. So, uh, oh, my God. So you do 23 plus the 42, you get the 30 minutes. You get the right? 30 minutes. So you got 65,000 <laughs> So it's going to be uh, close. Right it's there. Yeah. pretty close. And again, ha- had Unreal. all the time in the world to withdraw if you wanted to. Yes! Yes! You didn't have to leave a single vehicle behind. Not a single aircraft. Or helicopter. Nothing had to be left behind. No humans and no military equipment. But we did. Anyway, the State Department says it will not comply with an investigation request by the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction, or SIGAR, to look at uh, the reconstruction expenditures that have totaled $146 billion since 2002. The U.S. Agency for International Development and the Treasury Department refused to cooperate in any capacity. <clears throat> I mean, wow, lawlessness. People are, I mean. There's absolutely 
no accountability. None. This government doesn't care. This this report will go nowhere. Yeah, because the media doesn't care either. Yeah, yeah, they'll keep asking and they'll keep ignoring and... Then just let it go. Yep. While the State Department was selective in the information it provided pursuant to Seiger's audit and quarterly data requests, the report reads, the State Department and USAID refused to answer nearly all of Seiger's quarterly data requests regarding agency-supported programs in Afghanistan this quarter. <laughs> State and USAID claimed without basis that U.S. programming in Afghanistan is unrelated to reconstruction activities. Oh, no, oh, okay. All right, well, then we're done here. Right? Yeah, we're done. We're so, done. I, I do not recommend this, but, um, boy, wow. it'd be tempting if the IRS comes to you and says, hey, we're going to audit you. Just be like, yeah. you know what? Tell you what, why don't no. you audit where my tax dollars went in Afghanistan? Yeah. Cooperate with that audit, and then I'll get back to you. Because the answer is no. I'm not going to show you anything. <clears throat> yeah, try that and see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. It won't, it won't go well. The U.S. withdrew from Afghanistan after 20 years of war. In August of 2021, leaving behind thousands of allies and American citizens, 13 American service members were killed, of course, as the Taliban took control of the government in that uh, suicide attack. Boy, yeah, and that Veterans Day mm. live stream fundraiser that I did on Friday with just absolute heroes, you know, <laughs> talked about that, uh, the people that we left behind yeah. and, and just what happened to them. And it's just so horrific. And... Um, it's shameful, and it's not America. That's what no, sucks, not. you know. That's not what we do. Well, that's what uh, Chad Robichaux said. Um, he's special forces um, and retired, but he put together a group of twelve special forces guys, mm-hmm. and they went to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. A lot of it funded by um, Mercury One, and rescued twelve thousand people. Yeah, twelve thousand people, and he said. When he got the award for Mercury One, um, he got a, a humanitarian award, and he said, "Look, this isn't even this isn't my job. I shouldn't be doing this. Right. I shouldn't have to do this. This is the job of the U.S. military, and that's exactly right. The U.S. military should have gotten all these people out first. Then you can withdraw. Mm-hmm. Should have gotten our equipment out first. Well, second after the people, you get your equipment out." Yeah, and you could have done... Could have done all that. There was no reason to leave like that. You could have gotten the people out of there on the down low before you even started to move yep. equipment out. Yep. And by the way, yeah, I'd highly recommend that on Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm sure it's available other places, but uh, it's 60 Minutes, a documentary, Send Me, and it goes through Chad and others' uh, heroic efforts during the chaotic uh, final days. Send Me, yeah. By the way, can I please take a moment to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart that donated to that live stream for Veterans Causes. Um, We've raised right at $4,000 so far, and I appreciate it so much. We're going to leave that open until noon Eastern on Wednesday and split it down the middle. Mighty Oaks, One Tribe, um, and it's uh, givesendgo.com slash veteransinneed. Thank you for putting that up there, Kayla. Givesendgo.com slash veteransinneed. You've got a couple more days to donate. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, retired General, uh, Brigadier General Don Bulldog, who oh, yeah. lost in his effort um, to become a U.S. Senator. We shouldn't be spending that money. Not one dime should be going there. This is a terrorist government with Al-Qaeda and ISIS. It's absolutely wrong. Yep. Thank you. 
<sighs> he might make a good senator. Yeah, he might have. Oh, wait. I, yeah, he's not going to mm. now, but, uh, you know, maybe in four years, possibly. Six years. Well, six, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, we found common ground with uh, Kamala Harris. I think so. I think, you have know, because we? we spend entire um, presidential terms, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, of finding moments that we appreciate. And I think uh, for you, it was, you know, Barack Obama singing. Yeah. Right. 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 That's all. That's all we got. I mean, that's, we got a in eight years. That's what we that's had. What we had. And I think maybe we found common ground. Kamala's talking about the eighteen to twenty-four year olds, and she said this at an oh, event. Good. What's yeah. the other thing we know about this population? And it's a specific phase of life. Remember, age is more than a chronological fact. Oh, this is from April. What else do we know about this population? Oh, eighteen this is, to twenty-four. Oh. They are stupid. There you go. They're stupid. Yes. Uh-huh. That is why we mm-hmm. put them in dormitories. Uh-huh. See? And they have a resident assistant. Oh. Yes. I don't they know. make really bad decisions. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, d- yes. I didn't realize this was from a couple years ago. Even, I don't care. It's just making the rounds now, but it's true. Uh, it's very true. So look, they are stupid. We found something. And they shouldn't be voting. <laughs> what should the voting age be? 30. 30? Yeah. Yeah. What about 25? Once you're established, you've been around a while, you've been paying taxes for, you know, 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. You've re- you've gotten out of college. You're not trying to impress anybody. You probably have your spouse by now. Maybe even have a place to live. Maybe you're trying to buy a house. Then you know a few things. You've gained a little bit of experience yeah. and wisdom, and now 30. you can vote. 30, 30. 30 What about years 25? Because that's Congress. That's yeah. what the Constitution says for to run for Congress. No. 25. No? Mm-mm. And what about 18? Because then no. you go and fight in a war Absolutely at 18. 18. No. This is just a counter pushback. You know? Nope. No. So you can go to war but not vote? Exactly. Hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> yep. How about we just say uh, you have to be 30 to go and fight a war, too? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. That's probably not a good plan. How about we just stop fighting wars? Hey, I like it. Yes. Yes. Unless we're attacked. If we're attacked directly on United States property, then you're going to answer to us. Otherwise, we're not going to war. So there are going to be scant few wars because how many people are going to attack us in this day and age? Not many. Not very many. Hmm. All right. Glad we settled that. Okay. A uh, little something in common there with uh-huh. Kamala Harris. Uh, I'm glad that was sent to me. <laughs> Although she just said they're stupid. She didn't say they shouldn't vote. She'd probably love it. She yeah. loves that they vote because, they're, yeah. because they're stupid. Exactly. They're you have stupid. to be stupid to vote for these people. And that's why we need them to vote because they're yep. stupid. <laughs> but it wasn't, sadly, it wasn't just the 18 to 24 year olds. Oh, man. What is, what is the matter with people? I just can't get my head around it. I seriously can't. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you vote for these radical left-wing Democrats. I don't get it. All right. If you're a dog owner, (laughs) you know you love your dog, and your dog isn't going to betray you. Yeah, my dog would be a... They'd be better voters than uh, most of the Democrats. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, yeah. Come on. And again, your dog will not... Turn its back on you. Your dog right. isn't going to betray you. Loyal. Yeah, they're loyal. Uh-huh. Uh, you can't say the same <laughs> about many, many people. Uh, so we've been telling you about Rough Greens for quite a while. This is a dog food supplement. You just sprinkle it on your dog's food, and it just makes it much better for your dog uh, with vitamins and minerals and probiotics and antioxidants. 
basically all the nutrients that are missing out of the dog's dry kibble dog food. And they love it. They just love the taste. Uh, they go crazy for it. But just to make sure, because there have been dogs, we've known about a few who have not gone crazy for it. And you don't want to waste a bunch of money. So you can get a free bag of Ref Greens. They certainly don't want you to waste your money. They'll send you a free bag for your dog to try out, just a small sample size. And all you have to do is pick up the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F-Greens.com. Or you can call 1-833-783-3364 or roughgreens.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. (laughs) Whoa, they called it tight race in Alabama just now. Okay. They just finally, it was only 68-32. 68-32 for the Republican. But uh, they just uh, barely called it. Just called it. I guess it was probably last week sometime. But Katie Britt in Alabama uh, just won. <laughs> 68 Close it. one. It was a close one. Okay. We really sweat that one out. No, they called it last week. Okay, actually. good. All yeah. right. Uh, all right. <laughs> <sighs> the federal judge in uh, Texas last week. Yeah, I think this goes along perfectly with what you were playing earlier. With Kamala being 18 to 24 year olds are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. They said it was unconstitutional for Biden uh, to cancel student debt from the executive branch. You can't do that. It's it, That's a House thing. The House has the purse strings. They, the House decides on expenditures. But for some reason, we've become so screwed up in this country, we don't pay attention to any of that. Yeah. But- and we've allowed the president to take control of all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many... Young people voted Democrat thinking, I'm going to get my student loans repaid for me. I don't have any responsibilities there now. All right. Right, right. I'm voting D. Well, a uh, federal judge has stopped it. Right. It has stopped the program. Mm -hmm. And it's worth reminding people what Nancy Pelosi even said about this several months ago when she said this. People think that the president of the United States, (laughs) is this more on the subject than you ever want to know? Will you let me know? People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. Mm-hmm. He does no. not. He, he does can not. postpone. Ah, wait, what? He can delay, but he does not have that power. Wait, that sorry, what? That has to be an act of Congress. We played it back then, too. Yep. And we were amazed that she said it. And now I'm even more amazed as we're reminded that she said it. I think sometimes, um, like in this case with Nancy Pelosi, Mm-hmm. I think she sees a challenge to her authority. Oh, and she can't abide right? that. And she, she can't gets abide out it. in front of the cameras uh-huh. before the White House has a chance to discuss with her. Right. Like, bro, no, this is a, this is just a ploy. We know that this is going to be found unconstitutional. We see what calm down, Nancy. Cir- circuit this is going through. And she did calm down after that. <laughs> so they must have gotten to her after and said, now nah, we're just... It's a ploy, Nancy. It's it's gonna. <laughs> it's, it's a ploy. Don't worry about it. Look, Nancy, we've got the votes figured out for November. Mm-hmm. What this is, this is just a ploy to get the buffer so that we don't have to do. Don't what have we're gonna to do. cheat as much as yeah, we did last time, so we can kind of uh, focus our resources mm. just a few districts as opposed to many. Sure, it's amazing. So uh, I think that goes right along with the Kamala clip. The eighteen to twenty-four, they're stupid. <laughs> And sadly, it's true. I mean, everybody who's beyond that age knows at that age, you were stupid too. I I was. 
I'm still stupid. I was stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm brilliant now. Are you really? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But uh, when I was 18 to 24, I was Pretty I was stupid. stupid. I see. Really butt stupid. All right. So. Huh. Yeah. Man, I just. What are you going to do? I was just thinking the other day, mm-hmm. um, I'm closer to 70 than I am 20. I know. I, I hate sucks. thinking about those things. <laughs> uh, I'm closer to 80 than I am 20. So. Yikes. That's See, really... am I closer to 80 than I am 40? Yeah, a little bit. Huh. A little bit. Okay. So Joe Biden's <laughs> presidency, went, okay, mm-hmm. um, or no, Joe Biden was born closer to the presidency of Abraham Lincoln than to his own. Yeah, that's crazy. That is insanity. Oh my gosh. It's hard to believe, isn't it? That's <laughs> just... That's really hard to believe. insane. Uh, but it shows why we're in such bad shape here with the guy who's got dementia leading the country. And then we elect another guy who is badly compromised because of health issues. Nobody <laughs> blames him for health issues. Uh-huh. Compromise. Uh... But he's super compromised. <laughs> we just sent him to the U.S. Senate from Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's also compromised with his connections to China, Ukraine, Hunter yeah. Biden. Yeah. The list goes on how he, Joe Biden is compromised. Yeah. Uh, but so is John Fetterman. <laughs> just elected that guy, you know. Of their own free will, I, I guess because they felt bad for him. Oh, look at him. Isn't he adorable? Because he said this. And Remember when he... The Eagles uh-huh. are so yeah. much better than the Eagles. Than the Eagles. Yeah, it's just cute, really. No, no. <laughs> no, no. And then he realized he said something wrong, but it was adorable that he didn't know what <laughs> or how to correct it. Oh, but don't make fun of him. Don't make fun of him. He's had a health issue. How dare you make fun? I'm going to vote for him because you just made fun of him. And I think that's what happened in Pennsylvania. He got a sympathy, empathy vote, which is asinine. We're trying to run a country here, the greatest nation in the history of the world. We don't need compromised people involved in that. And yet we have many. It extends well beyond Biden and Fetterman. You got uh, Diane Feinstein, my gosh, Nancy Pelosi herself. It's bad. It's bad. All right, let's go to Sarah in Missouri. Hey, Sarah. Hello. Hi. Go ahead. So I wanted to talk to you guys about the voting age, the 18 to 25 year olds, mm-hmm. and give you just a little bit of hope. Um, I homeschooled my kids. They are, (laughs) my son is 21. My daughter Mm -hmm. is going to be 20 in December. Yeah. Both have been working since they were 14, bought their own cars, bought their own clothing. My daughter bought her own house this past February at 19. Okay. So in that respect. So you think they should be able to vote? Absolutely. I pounded the constitution into my children's heads, probably more than they wanted me to. Yeah. But hang on just a sec. Hang on just a sec. We're up against a a, a network break here. We'll come back to this because, uh, yeah, we should delve into that. What about the right thinking 18 to 24 year olds? Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. 
888-933-93. Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Holy Smokes 1776 tweets, how long until we start seeing some of the equipment we left in Afghanistan pop up in Ukraine, but on the Russian side? Mm, probably a day or so. Yeah, we already know stuff is going from Iran to Russia. Right. And Afghanistan, of course, borders Iran. So, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> it just gets better and better. Every day. Uh, Devin Crossley tweets, I'm ready for the national divorce. And how? Mm-hmm. You said a mouthful there, brother. I'm there. The stupidity of the people who voted for this mess can suffer the consequences of it. We need to turn back to God now. Yep. No argument for me. Been saying that for some time. And, uh, you know, I think after this election, I'm ready for the national divorce. All right. We shouldn't have to put up with the bad choices of the left wing in this country. We shouldn't have to. Yeah. We should say, okay, you, you take... Mr. Dementia and all the rest of the compromised, the cognitively compromised, and you let them govern you. And you let them govern you the rest of their lives if you want. We don't care. Mm -hmm. We're all moving to Texas. We'll take the middle of the country. We'll take the south. And you have the rest of it. I don't care. And we will see who prospers and who doesn't. Whose policies win and whose policies lose. But don't come crying to us. Yeah, and we're taking those 11 counties from Oregon, too. Yeah, right. Okay. Since they voted on it anyway. Yeah, they're coming with us. (laughs) I'm ready to do it. It's irretrievable. Because there's too many butt-stupid people in this country who don't know any better. I know I'm I'm ready to do it. The most uh, pessimistic uh, voice in the building, and this election cycle has only solidified that. Yeah, I mean, it, this was a crushing blow over a, the weekend. To they kept the Senate. No, I'm sorry, irretrievable. Okay. Now, now we're done. Get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you take you have to take all the miserable losers in Austin with you. Oh. Take them all. Yeah, they they have to go. They have okay. to leave Texas. Okay, if you're a liberal in Austin, you gotta go. Well, you can stay. We're just. It's not going to let you vote ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of not voting, we had Sarah uh, in Missouri mm-hmm. who disagreed on the vote. Go ahead, Sarah. You're, you're talking about uh, the homeschool kids, your kids who you homeschooled. Uh, now they're yeah. ni- 19 and 21? Yes. Right? And so you so, think they should be yeah. allowed to vote? Yeah, Yeah, and I mean, with all that being said, my kids are both in the trades, Mm -hmm. and they vehemently are against student loan forgiveness and um, are very much in the burn it all down and start over aspect (laughs) Mm -hmm. because of how much they disagree with what is happening. They hate the rhinos. They hate the liberals. um, But they've been taught, and they're paying taxes, and... They know what's happening in the world. They're paying attention. So, I mean, not all 18 to 25-year-olds don't know what's going on. Unfortunately, I think that's the fault of the parents not Mm -hmm. teaching them Mm -hmm. or teaching them what to think instead of how to think for themselves. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's it's parents and it's the educational system which has complete control. Uh, It's the left wing that is propagandizing our kids uh, in our in our school system, which is why we homeschooled for 23 years. And yes, my 18 to 24 year olds are are also um, very much conservative. And so 
Maybe what we need, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Sarah. Um, maybe what we need then is uh, a moratorium. You can't vote until you're 30 unless you can pass a constitutional test. 18 to 24 year olds have to, 18 to 30 year olds mm. have to take a, a test to see if it's, if they're smart enough to vote. And if they are, then we allow them to. Huh. But if you, if you can't pass a test, you got to wait till you're 30 to vote. I see. Now, there's two things here. One, it's we're only half serious. Well, 70% serious. <laughs> and then two, nobody's going to roll back the vote anyway. Right, so, right, right. So, well, maybe, based uh, on my say-so. Well, you know, when we have the national divorce, we could implement this. We could, we could yeah. Good start. Maybe there's one. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> what, because we've looked up uh, some of the questions before, like the citizenship test. Is that kind of what you're thinking yeah. we do? Mm. How many questions you want to put on that test? Mm. Hmm? 150. 150. Mm-hmm. I think there's 100 right now. There's 100? Let me look here. Hang on. I could go with that probably. Yeah, it looks like there's 100 on the citizenship test. Okay. Like, that's, you, that's like, here's fine. question one. What is the supreme law of the land? The U.S. Constitution. Okay. Well, all right. Then you, do I so pass? Far, you're doing so, all right. Okay. Pick a, pick a random number here. Let me just grab the question for you. Question here. 65. Okay. 65 <clears throat> is uh, what happened to, okay, what happened at the Constitutional Convention? <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. What happened at the Constitutional Convention? Yeah. Uh, they came up with the Declaration of Independence. Am I right? <laughs> I didn't say the Declaration of Independence Convention. I know. I know. That's why it was a fun <laughs> yeah, answer. Yeah, see. it was fun. Give me another I one. I think they came up with the Constitution at that point, right? That's weird. That's this weird is, that it's, uh, you know, they kind of bury that way down after they've already asked you a constitutional question. This is kind of fun. Question 87. Name one American Indian tribe in the United States. Cherokee. Okay, you win. And question 100. Yeah. Name two national U.S. holidays. Okay. Oh, come on. Here. Really? Happens. Groundhog Day and uh, Arbor Day. Did I get it? So close. I got it. So close. I got it. I'm right? going to actually post this uh, questionnaire. <laughs> yeah, from, do. That's fun. Yeah, yeah I, I, this is directly from I the, mean, it's uh, not like it's really, you know, a grueling test based on the random questions that we ask there. Uh, it seems pretty easy. Right? Kay- Kayla tells me in my ear here that uh, they only end up asking you 20 to 25 of those. So you better oh. study all of them. Okay. Kind of like a spelling bee. You just got to be prepared for Mm. anything. Okay. Hey, you know what? Uh, You know what happened on Friday night, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. On the mean streets of Helena. Yeah, Putin on a Ritz told us uh, on Twitter. Uh, Capital 21, (laughs) Missoula Sentinel 14. That means uh, Capital High going to the Montana State Championship. So we're going, right? Yeah, we're going. We're headed headed there. Flight already booked? Uh, (laughs) Not yet. No. Shoot. Yeah. We're. Little tardy in uh, getting this thing booked. <laughs> so the state championship game, Capital High versus Bozeman High, uh, should be a good one. Mm. Have they, they played, played this year? They played the first game of the season. Okay. Capital twenty eight, Bozeman twenty one. All right. Yeah, it was a tough one. So and the we'll game see. is in Helena. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's and on the main street. Have we? Uh... Updated the weather uh, forecast for Friday. Oh my gosh! It was so cold last week. It was five, five uh, degrees, and they had to plow the field. They had to plow the, and it was still pretty snow packed. No, no. Uh, so it was a tough one. It appears that uh, on Friday morning mm-hmm. it'll be waking up there in Helena at minus one degree, one below. That's I mean that's like pff, middle of summer with an afternoon high of twenty one. 
Okay, so 21 for the high on and Friday. so the low Friday night will be 2? Oh, gosh. So game time temp, what are going to be like cold again. 10, 15 degrees, somewhere yeah, in there? Yeah, probably. All right. And we do have the uh, plane tickets already purchased, you said? No, we don't. Mm-mm. Huh. Shoot. I'm so busy all I wouldn't, of a sudden. I know. Dang it. Me too. <laughs> Darn it. Ah, I wanted uh, to do that. I had that thing come up. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah. I had something too. Yeah. Oh, no. So that's What are you going to do? Ah. Uh, what not, are you not do? go to the game, I guess. I guess that's what you're going to do. Shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> don't forget, uh, Wednesday, big day for us on uh, seeing how that 90-day weather forecast uh, turned oh, out. Oh, yeah, when, it's Wednesday. Wednesday coming up here. Uh, remember, and it was supposed to be like 70. Irving, Texas, 74 degrees 74. and sunny. And it was supposed to be, I think, 41 for a low. Right now, they're saying the high in Irving is going to be 49. <laughs> so okay, it's tw- going to be a way mere wrong. Twenty-five degrees off. It would, and that was from three months ago. So you know how accurate they mm-hmm. are. So definitely set forty, fifty, sixty, seventy sure. years from now. Set your uh, economy changing, generational ruining, nation destroying policy on yeah. climate change predictions for a hundred years from now. And we can't even get which have never been right. Right, and we can't even get it five days right. And we had this nasty cold rain on Friday that Oof. wasn't predicted a few days before. Right. I mean, it's just stop. Right. We don't know. And it was cold this weekend, and for the first time uh, this year. So, uh, we'll see. 27 at my place. 27. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. I mean, that doesn't usually happen Not this early. in November here, but... Uh, like it. We do have some good news. Boston is going to pay $2.1 million after the Supreme Court ruled against the city's refusal to fly the Christian flag. Uh, they agreed to play, pay $2.1 million in legal fees and other expenses after the U.S. Supreme Court ruled against the city for refusing to allow a Christian flag to fly outside City Hall. Settlement included an agreement to pay Harold Shirtliff and his Camp Constitution nonprofit for legal costs incurred during the dispute. That's what needs to happen on these lawsuits, is make them pay your legal fees. Mm-hmm. If they if they don't beat you, I, that should happen every single time. We are pleased that after five years of litigation and a unanimous victory at the U.S. Supreme Court, unanimous. unanimous. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> how often does that happen? That's really rare. Uh, we joined with Hal Shirtliff to finally let freedom fly in Boston, the cradle of liberty. Liberty Council Chairman Matt Staver, whose organization represented Shirtliff, said in a statement, uh, the city's policy stated that the flagpole was open to all organizations between 2005 and 17. The city approved 284 flag raisings with no denials. However, in 2017, Shirtliff's group was denied its request to fly the flag on Constitution Day and Citizenship Day, because it was a Christian flag. Mm. Okay, 284 other flags got to fly, but not the Christian flag. Amazing. The case was lost in four lower court cases before the Supreme Court accepted it. Justices ruled 9 nothing in May 
that the denial was unconstitutional under yeah. the First Amendment speech clause. So, yeah, so the good news just keeps coming in this. It came in May That's for the court great. case. Uh, they get to fly the flag in August, and then uh, now <laughs> now the update is, oh, yeah, um, you need to transfer $2.1 million to our bank account. Awesome. For our trouble. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it was 9 nothing? The liberal justices were on board with that. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah, and in fact, uh, the opinion, I think, was written by Stephen Breyer on his way out the door, mm. and he said that um, uh, this isn't government speech. You know, I mean, this, mm-hmm. this doesn't, this isn't, uh, you guys aren't saying at Boston that, oh, we love Christianity, because, boy, we know that's not the case there in Boston. Uh, so, I, I love, I love it's 9 great. nothing cases. I love that, too. Yeah. Yep. Great. Um. You see that things are not going as well for the plant-based meat industry right now? Oh, no. Oh, it's cooling down just a little bit. Uh-oh. Yeah, dang it. Ah, oh, man. Thought they were onto something here. Um, they thought the plant-based meat was going to be the death knell to big meat. Um, but apparently they only delivered a flesh wound to it. The promise of high-tech meat substitutes. Boy, doesn't that make the dinner bell ring. Mm, Yes, please give me one of those high-tech meat substitutes, (laughs) won't you? Mm. Ten minutes till showtime's over, and then I can eat some plant-based meat. Right. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, But, I mean, it was so hot for a while that Tyson jumped into it. Smithfield, Purdue, Hormel, Nestle, all got into plant-based meat. Mm. And now uh, everything is the meteoric growth that happened in 2020 flattened out in 2021. And sales have now dropped more than 10% in the last year. Beyond Meat, the LA-based purveyor of plant-based burgers, crumbles, nuggets, and all that, saw its stock (laughs) prices plunge nearly 80% from its peak. And last month, the company announced it would lay off about 19% of its workforce. I never want you know people to lose their jobs no. over this, but um, maybe you should have realized this was not going to be a big thing for a for a long period of time. Why? Because once people realized, okay, it tastes somewhat like meat. A, if you're avoiding meat, why do you want it to taste like meat? Hmm. If you're a vegan, why do you want meat products? I thought that's what you you were swearing off in the first place, but <clears throat> apparently not. So maybe you're swearing it off, not because you're grossed out by it, not because it's an animal product, but because you don't like, I don't know, you you just, you just think it's better for you? The plant-based is better for you? I don't know. Well, don't then like- that was shot all to hell, too, because it turned out it's not good for you, really. The aftertaste of that <clears throat> plant meat garbage nasty. is nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing is, uh, it's, it's just... I mean, is there an aftertaste? Yes. It's so it's not a, it's not the same as actual meat. Mm-hmm. By the way, but it's also not good for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's, it's a, not good for you. It's literally dog food. Yeah. That's right. They tested it, and it's the same. Thing. It's the same nutritional value as dog food, and it contains the same kinds of product. Yeah. As dog food. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean we've addressed this before. Eating dog food. I'm not eating dog food. I'm not eating Ick. the food that no, my dogs eat. No, no, thank eat. you. Now, but we've covered this. I will eat dog treats. I will you, not you will? eat dog food. Oh, there's a distinction there, huh? 
No. The dog was, treats you'll eat. Yeah, I was in high school. I was young. Don't yeah. judge me. Yeah. I remember I shouldn't have, been, shouldn't have been voting. Yeah, that's, that's for, for sure. sure. By the way, I'm seeing the foreigner is um, going to be uh, kicking off their farewell tour. Tickets go on sale Friday. You're oh, going they're going to the, stop touring? Yeah, yeah, so you're going to go and see them? Oh, him? wow. Okay. Yeah, I will. All right, cool. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will. I'll get their tour schedule for you, and you can... Uh, All right. If they come here, I'm, I'm going to oh, go see them. Of course they're going to come here. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They're going to be like down the road. I guarantee you, down here at the Toyota, Toyota Center. Music Center. Uh-huh. That'd be good. Uh-huh. That's a halfway point. That's nice. Uh, let me tell you about Preborn, because uh, almost one in five Americans <clears throat> never have a chance to be born because of abortion. Yeah, one in five Americans are aborted. And that turns out to be about 64, 65 million babies since 1973. That's why the Ministry of Preborn and Blaze Media are partnering to help rescue babies this year. As many as possible. But we need your help. Uh, Preborn shows expecting mothers who are considering abortion. They show them the ultrasound. And once the expectant mother sees the baby, hears the heartbeat, 80% of the time, they choose life. Then, Preborn also provides maternity and baby clothes, diapers, car seats, counseling, and all kinds of other things, free of charge. And that's where you come in. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Bad news, Pat. Mm. Foreigners not coming to Dallas. What? But the, are they, they coming to Fort Worth? No. Oh, they're nowhere. The in closest the... they get is Lawton, Oklahoma, <laughs> at the Apache Casino you Hotel. Gotta be kidding. <laughs> uh, uh. Now, can I interest you in a trip to Ralston, Nebraska? <laughs> huh. I don't know why. Probably they, not. Uh, who who wrote this for their website? I mean, that's Omaha. Stop. Uh, yeah, they don't get, uh, hmm. I'm not sorry. Coming to, not coming to the Metroplex. But you can request a show. Oh. On the uh, foreigneronline.com slash tour page. All right. You want me to put in a show request for you? Yes. Come to the, let's see, so I'm going to type in yes. city, Dallas. Okay. Right. Oh, wait, hold on. First name? Uh, Bob. Bob. Mm-hmm. First name, Bob. Email address? <laughs> That's okay. I've got a good junk one that I'll use here. Okay. Uh, so there you go. I, so Bob. Mm-hmm. Wants has, them to come to Dallas. Tr- oh, wait. Now I've got to <clears> put in <throat> a four-digit code to confirm that the... I'll stop it. What? Anyway, so uh, I'm doing Bob a solid here, and uh, hopefully we can get Foreigner to come come to mm-hmm. Dallas here for you. So they're going to... Are they retiring? Oh, yeah. Mick Jones is retiring. That's why. That's why. That's why this is the farewell tour. Uh, I think Mick Jones is is uh, not in great health. In fact, uh, they're... They're performing. Well, they just finished up performing on Fox, and uh, it was just the lead singer. What's his name Brock or Kelly or Kelly Brock or Brock Kelly. Oh yeah, I don't know. Whatever it is. Sorry, I'm busy getting this code here. Lou Graham left him years yeah. ago, and uh, and now Mick Jones is hanging it up. Oh, so it's kind of sad. Well, the foreigner makes it to Dallas. You can thank Bob. All right, I will. I, the, I will thank Bob. But then the request for if you. and when they come. Uh, really sad, shocking. Uh, horrific situation yeah. happened in Dallas over the weekend yeah, at the air show. Disturbing. Turn away if you don't want to see this crash in the air. A B-17 ran into a P-36. These are both World War II uh, era 
planes, and here's what happened. Yeah. Oh, oh geez. Oh, dang. And then we actually have video from at the airport where they were doing this World War II recreation. Was this at Alliance? No. Oh, okay. Uh, Just want... Oh, jeez. You see it coming, too. So, oh, six people lost their lives. Good people from all accounts. Mm. Very, very sad. Did I hear that? I heard over the weekend that the uh, wing fell off the P-36, and then it couldn't, it had no control. Really? And just went straight into the B-17 after that. Wow. Really, really. I didn't horrific. catch that. Yeah. I don't know. This keeps happening with these old old planes you know uh maybe they're not quite as safe 80 that, years later that looked so monday morning quarterbacking <clears throat> i got it but there were so many planes in a tight formation there you know mm-hmm. i i i totally appreciate the recreation but it just seems like there was a lot going on in the sky right there yeah it did uh i just i hate yeah. that stuff man really really sad yeah, in 2000, I think they said 2011, 11 people died uh, in a an air show crash like that. And then a few, few years later, eight more. Then I think it was six more in 2017, and now six more just over the weekend. Ugh, really sad. So our thoughts and prayers are with those families. Um, just really sad. Scientists have discovered a the closest black hole to Earth that they've ever found. This one, not millions of light years away, just 1,500 light years, which means traveling at the speed of light, it would take you only 1,500 years to get there. So that's really close. That's so like right next door. <laughs> 1,500 years. Or next door neighbor. It's almost like they live at your same uh-huh. house. That's how close it is. Okay. Uh, the dormant black hole known as uh, Gaia BH1, very catchy, <laughs> is 10 times as massive as the mass of the sun, and it's orbited by a sun-like star. BH1 was identified using the European Space Agency's Gaia spacecraft, mm. and its stellar companion can be found in the night sky constellation of Ophiuchus. Sure. All right. That's a good one. This is the nearest known black hole by a factor of three, and its discovery suggests the existence of a sizable population of dormant black holes in binaries. Hmm. That's exciting. <laughs> so if there were this light coming from this black hole, like, you know, it would take 1,500 years to get to our eyes here on Earth. Right. right. Okay. Yes. If there was light coming from it. Uh-huh. Right. I understand. Light, no light can. Yeah, I, I, I got. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, but you see what I'm saying there. I'm I just do. kind of. I do see what you're saying. Just trying to. Or as I said at the beginning, yeah. traveling at the speed of light, it would take you right. 1,500 years to get there. So you're going that way. Uh, right. I'm coming toward us. Yes. And maybe we'll just right. can we. I would rather there, not have the black hole come toward. Is there a Stuckies we could meet at somewhere <laughs> along the way that's uh, we'll have 750 years out? Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see. <laughs> uh, they're super dense. I didn't know if you are aware of that. Your concentrations of matter. So they vote for Exerted gravitational force. <laughs> Super dense. Good one. Thank you. Good one. <laughs> the good one. Quack, quack. <laughs>
All right, more of that coming up on Overtime. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. This is Pat Gray, Unleashed.